We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. And here we go. Welcome back to fucking biting the bullet. We're gonna we're gonna go on a little rant right here. We're gonna we're gonna talk about fucking TikTok and Andrew Tate being all over it. And maybe it's because we're white cisgendered men. Yeah, maybe because um, I follow all the accounts that post his content. Maybe it's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't do that. <laughs> Um, I but i could see you doing it i mean all your friends no. in in hickville probably do they're like yeah i'm a I, i'm a high i'm a high, what what's not a high class man i'm a high value uh, man. high Get value right. man yeah they're, <laughs> all, the, all the people that make fucking 25k in goddamn bumfuck southern illinois are like yeah i'm a high value man i can cheat on my girlfriend whenever i want yeah i, I don't know i honestly don't know too many people around here that have tiktok to be honest oh i forgot you guys are still like in the early 2000s yeah i mean most people i mean the, i don't get me wrong yeah i don't you I guys mean, I don't do you guys have to... tap do you guys have tap to pay yet anywhere? we we have tap water yes wait it came no. last year <laughs> no tap, <laughs> tap to pay typo with your debit uh, card you have tap to pay yet no, 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 I don't. I haven't seen any place around here that has tapped. Can you get? Can you use the the? You stick it in the card reader. You got that yet? The chip reader. We do have the chip reader around. Oh here. damn! Fucking getting yeah, high I got class. That. I asked them one time because I left my wallet at home when I was I was going. I stopped You're at like, Walmart. Can I use my phone? <laughs> uh, yeah, I asked. Like, do you guys have Google Pay? And then the cashier looked at me as like, "What the fuck is Google Pay?" And I was like, "You know what? Just never mind. I'll be back." <laughs> I just left, dude. I was like, "Fuck." Are you serious? It's Walmart, dude. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. Hilarious. Yeah, dude. Andrew Tate is fucking everywhere right now. And... uh it's so you know funny because he I don't know why. Why? I'm pretty sure. So he started that Hustlers University. He's been promoting that a lot. 
And I don't know for sure, but I'm like 90% sure that he gets his class of students, whatever, on his Hustler University and he tells them to post his content all all over I mean, that would make sense. That would make sense. But at the same time, he's just, he's like, I think uh, fucking Schultzy, fucking Andrew Schultz was talking about Andrew Tate, how he's just fucking every right now. Dude. He first he's fucking hilarious. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's he's living a life that 99% of men no matter how adept you are in life will never live. Doesn't matter how great at what you are, how intelligent you are, you'll just never live that life. Like and that's the problem is like there's a whole bunch of fucking normal ass motherfucking dudes that are like I'm a <laughs> high value man. I can do whatever. This is what manhood is. Yeah. And they're like these fucking broke bitch ass chads. And I'm not saying I'm not broke, but I'm not a bitch ass chad. And they're just like, I I go to the gym every day and and they still have, you know, their fat stomach because they can't do it. They don't know how to eat or anything else. But they're, you know, they're jacked arms and whatever. And I'm not saying that. I mean, fuck, you're doing better than me. I'm not going to the gym right now. But like they're these these people that think and they look like fucking Uncle Eddie from the Adams family. And they're like, I'm a high value man. And it's like, bro, like, I'm sorry, you're not. And I get I get the whole red pull movement right now for men. Like, I understand. I get where it's coming from, where there's like a lot of fucking dudes out there that are not living the lives that they should live. You know, yeah. like they're just well, they're in I a crazy we're in a crazy spot in our lifetime where it's like yeah there's not men like there's men and boys and there's a lot more boys than men right now yeah i think well he's like over the top like all the time he's He's always over the top and it's hilarious but it's also like i also think it's like he's so attractive to like probably like young teenage men i'm assuming it's his big audience and i'm assuming it's because dude all these young teenage men are just being crushed by this like oh, yeah, woke constantly. fucking feminism bullshit and yeah. like this dude is like and how he puts it is like he's uncancelable because he doesn't even have a tiktok account so this is just yeah. his shit being spread all over and it's it's probably refreshing to like a lot of fucking young dudes because yeah. they're tired of like whatever like and especially if you're like i mean if you look if you're like a like a teenage to young 20 year old dude like mm-hmm. no women is if you have nothing no women are like interested in you <laughs> and- well dude and i i get the i get the point where it's like men are generally invisible like in their life like that's been something that i've seen he says yeah. a lot here he's like men he, are invisible yeah. men are fucking invisible and it's like i get that i i completely understand yes i i generally agree with that i think the other part about being a man is you know sucking it up and realizing that you're fucking invisible and you go on about your fucking life like mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't i'm not saying that it's the right way to do it and i'm not saying that i necessarily agree with it i'm just saying it's just a fact of life for the most part men are going to be invisible and there's there's a reason why there's one king or one emperor or one thing like that because one rises to the top above the rest and it's like there's mm-hmm. going to be those guys and not all of us are those guys and you need yeah. to find your fucking happy middle somewhere else than just being this high value man and trying to fuck bitches constantly and it's just so yeah. 
it, but it's hilarious. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. Like He's I, the I funniest have more, dude on yeah. TikTok right now. Oh yeah, by far, by far. Him and uh, there's another dude, Sneeko. And he's, he's like, yeah, I've seen his shit too. I don't even yeah. follow any so, of their shit or right. like it. I'm like, why do I see all this all the time? <laughs> so they're really funny on they're really funny on TikTok, but I just watch Sneeko with uh uh he did a interview with ABBA from ABBA and Preach, the comedians that I told you about up in yeah. they're up in uh Toronto. Two black dudes. Well, yeah, basically one's Ethiopian and the other one's like Montreal Canadian, but darker than night and uh they're fucking dope but abba he went on his show and they were talking and they've talked they talked like two years ago and they're kind of in the, like uh sneeko is like definitely this manosphere like that man space or whatever that's going on right now that red pilled get out of the matrix like type deal and on tiktok i think a lot of his videos are fucking funny but then when i watched him try to talk to abba who abba's older than him abba's like 32 33 and sneeko's like 26 25 something like something that like that yeah and abba's like bro like i'm I, I get what you're saying i just think that you're like kind of like they kind of he says it in this thing where it's like they kind of go into this dogma where they they say something and like that's their baseline and then they make a whole bunch of arguments off that baseline but they never even had to prove that baseline because they go into everything else and so they're they're saying something and they're not proving that baseline but that's what they're operating off of with all the rest mm. of their arguments and it's like yeah but like prove that and it and and a lot of it's all in broad generalities right like that's a lot of what their speech is and it's like i'm not saying this isn't the case on individual basis but this is just how it is and it's like well i don't even know if even know if that's just how it is like i think you have to prove that point still like i feel like you you have to prove that it's a broad generality like that yeah that it comes from someplace like i don't know they're funny they're funny as shit and uh it's super interesting to see how big that stuff is blowing up right now because it's it's kind of like when Honestly, it's kind of like when Trump blew up, where it's just like something that's so against what is going on right now. Yeah, that it's almost getting out of hand on the other side. Yeah, that's why I love and it's it. Being, it's like and a, it's being allowed. It's like to. A re- yeah, it's really fun. It's like a rejection of like yeah. what's supposed, what is being pushed as the norm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a, a rejection. It's almost like we're. I like it. I like stuff like this. Like honestly, like I just like interesting people and i think yeah. andrew Tate and he's super and, interesting and and sneeko are like really interesting right now i don't really agree with everything they say necessarily but like i just think it's like cool to watch like it's almost like we're watching a culture battle happen in like real time like something just yeah. blew, like these these two kind of blew up and i don't think it's necessarily a coincidence that they both blew up at the same time i think well, sneeko's kind of attached himself to the to yeah. andrew tate yeah yeah and I think it's like, yeah, and I think that's why you're starting to see like this, like kind of like these people blow up. And but what is most interesting to me is not that they're not that not like, who saying. they are or what they're saying. It's just that that all these younger dudes are attaching themselves to it. Yeah. That's what's interesting to me. It's like, holy yeah. shit, dudes. This is how dudes are feeling. There's a reason why these guys are blowing yeah. up is because this is how young dudes are feeling. They're 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 touching something that these young guys are like, yeah, 
fuck these bitches and you're like god yeah. damn dude <laughs> yeah it's like it's like the the city boy like yeah, the yes. city boy fucking yeah. tiktoks dude yes they, the, they toxic and, kings yeah they toxic <laughs> yeah dude i think it's i mean you know it's funny it's really funny because you know for us like generally i don't have like uh, for my general opinion on like women that we've met in general, like not even in a way that like, Oh, I'm going to go talk to them or anything like that. Just women that we've met in general. I'm just kind of generally annoyed with them. Like, I'm just kind of like, yeah. I don't, I have no urge to associate myself with you. You know what I mean? And then the yeah. ones that we did associate ourselves with, we thought were really fucking cool and down to earth people. Like they were just generally people. But then I yeah. thought about it. So I was thinking about it like this because I was like, and they suck female? too, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, is it a female thing that I'm ta- like? Because I just strictly thought about it in the female aspect of it. And then I yeah. was like, well, how do I feel about men? And I was like, well, even when I went out and talked to people out in public, I generally thought the men that we talked to just yeah. in general as friends were generally annoying and I didn't want yeah. to associate myself with. And the ones that I did and we did talk to were super down to earth and fucking good people. And mm-hmm. it's just like, so maybe it's not, and this is, I think it's, I think the whole thing is kind of skewed because I think a lot of people are just vapid, arid wastes of space they're the end like the legitimate npcs of the world like there is i think and i for some reason in my opinion currently is that there is a lot more of them than there are real playable characters right now yeah like yeah i I think there's a lot more npcs just people that have and honestly it's probably a lot of it comes from a place of privilege and then the other side of it is that it comes from a place of extreme ignorance um from being without privilege you know without any privilege you know and it seems like the people that kind of grew up with a little bit more struggle um but did have decent parenting or something like that you know they had some kind of privilege somewhere like but they watched their parents struggle and they struggled themselves those people i generally tend to like when i actually end up talking to people that are like that those are the people that i tend to be like oh at least this person kind of fucking gets it like what i'm talking about like they're not they're not stupid and they're not just giving me back talking points. They're like, yeah, I think the, you know, I think uh, they're the ones that are like, yeah, I'm a lefty, but I think Biden is a fucking horrendous person and I would have never voted for him. And, or uh, Hillary Clinton was horrible. So I voted green party and I necessarily don't really like the green party, but Hillary Clinton's a blood soaked monster and they're all lefty. And it's like, I get that point of view. I understand that point of view. And I'm not saying they're right for going with the green party, uh, or that they should have voted yeah. for Trump. But I know a lot of lefties that were just like, yeah, I voted for Trump because fuck Hillary Clinton. She's fucked this yeah. over so many times. <laughs> and it's like, yo, I see that. Like, I those are the people that are, and, uh, and that's just in like the political sphere. But it's like in the other things where it's the ones that are like, oh, when we're talking and they're like, oh, that's a messed up joke. And they say mm-hmm. it just like that. But And I'm like, but it's funny. And they're like, but it's funny. But that's a messed up joke. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, you get it. you're not going to be so offended about it because you actually went through things and then the other side is like the dude that cracks up laughing because it's so funny because it's about women or whatever and he's just dying laughing in a corner and it's like all right bro it wasn't that funny and then the other person that's like 
that's a horrible joke. How could you say something about women yeah. like that? And it's like, that's all right, I can't college. fucking talk to you either. Yeah, yeah it's that's like, I can't fucking right talk now, to you. Dude. Yeah, but you know, like you can't talk to either of those people because one doesn't even actually get the joke, but he's laughing manically about it. And the other mm-hmm. one is so fucking brainwashed that they can't even accept that what's funny about things is that they're kind of true. And that's what makes them funny is because you were talking about a specific point that is painful or whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, it's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe everyone has always been in PCs and now it's mm-hmm. just become more blatantly obvious. Like think about all the peasants in the medieval times. We all thought they were individual fucking people. No, they're like, <laughs> Hey, how's your day today, sir? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're just like, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, we, we fucking, was it i i own this farm or i don't own this farm my lord owns this farm i just work on the farm dude i just get a little bit take it to my family and give the rest to the lord that's what i do now yeah and it's and you know i think it's it's great looking at it as everybody as individuals and i think in when it comes to politics and power we should look at everybody as individuals and judge things based off individual case bases i think that's important but when it comes to like, are we fucking talking about, you know, people that actually can hold a conversation and not hold a conversation? There's literally like the, in my opinion, there's the NPCs of the world and there's actual real playable characters. And dude, some of these people in power are NPCs. They can't have oh, a, sure, a norm- they're literally placed there by the fucking game master. Like they're the, like, that's just what it is. And it's, the way it is and that's fine that's that's probably most politicians they wouldn't have gotten to to where they were unless they like i'm sure uh, don't get me wrong too i bet there's a like a decent amount i'm not saying all of them but there's a decent amount of people that go into politics that go under the assumptions yeah that like they're gonna do something and make a difference blah blah blah, or like they're running on these and they think they are still and they yeah and and then that's what got them into it but then they get in there and it's like, oh, actually, you need, you can't talk. Well, what are you doing? You ever say a bad thing about Israel again? You're not getting reelected. You ever say a bad thing about these corporations? You're not getting reelected because those corporations will run someone against you, or they won't fund your reelection campaign, or whatever. Or if you want to get money, like you have to vote yes on this bill, and like it just becomes this eroding thing. And then, yeah, they basically become just NPC. They're like, dude, I, I think it's earlier than that. I think it's by the time they choose to pick to go into politics, they already understand those rules. They've already been taught those rules. Mm. And they're running on the one singular thing that they're running on because they're like, this is my role in life. And this is how I'm going to roll it. And That's I'm going true. to continue to roll yeah. this way. It's typically, I, I feel yeah. there's a certain point in your 20s when you're getting out of fucking your political science goddamn degree and you took uh, poli sci 101, 102, and 104, whatever the fuck they're labeled now. And they're like, my teacher, my uh, poli science, political science uh, 101 class, he talked about the anti federalists. And that's the first time that's one of the first times I'd ever heard about the anti-federalists. We brought this up on like one of our earliest shows and Mm. Jared called me a fucking idiot because there were no anti-federalists. He's like, they're just the federalists. And I was like, no, there's both bro, whatever. But I just want to point out that Jared's a fucking retard and (laughs) Shane does the anti-federalist Shane Hazel 
on his podcast. He used to read out anti-federalist papers all the time. So go check those out because they're dumb. But anyways, uh, he brought it up one time and I had heard about them before, but I didn't really know much about them. And that's kind of where like my libertarian theory just started. Like that's where I just kicked off where I was like, there's all these fucking people that were like, yo, this, this bill of rights and these all things, these were concessions that we had to make them put in because yeah. the articles in confederation was exactly how we wanted it to. It was decentralized. There wasn't a central baking system. There wasn't any way that these people could hold power over other people. And that's why we signed the declaration of independence and all these other things was because it was, it was not everybody had to sign. It was just the people that were making the decision because we were giving power back to everybody else. And that was the point of it. And it's like, yeah, that's generally the point. But when it comes to poli sci now and all these other things and these people going into their political careers, whether they're lawyers or fucking a doctor on, you know, how big your left nut should be and how big it isn't and this, that or the other. And they're running on a fucking political campaign to be the goddamn fucking, uh, I don't know, um, left-handed fucking blue haired nose pierced, dick pierced woman of uh maryland uh mayor or some shit like that it's just like i fight for trans rights and it's like well how do we fund the inner city because it's you know there's a whole bunch of fucking shootings and everybody's killing each other and it's like i fight for trans rights because this will solve the inner city kids shooting each other and that's really where the problem lies is in the trans people not having the correct rights and it's like we need more educate we need better funding for education about trans rights and this wouldn't happen yeah like what what's what yeah and that's why that's why everybody's like they're not even answering the question like they're none of these people answer a single question their whole fucking careers and it's like yeah because they know they don't have to and they have to just stick with their one role, their one saying, and just roll with it because that's how an NPC does the whole game. And mm-hmm. there's some NPCs in really good fucking places all throughout the game. And there's that one trader that you always go to because that trader always has the best fucking loot. And it's yeah. like, why? Because he's in the rich area. And it's like, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just a weird <laughs> fucking, they're all NPCs, bro. I don't believe that there are a lot of really coherent in the now present people. Yeah, I would say it's probably like 90% just NPCs, dude. Yeah, dude. It's it's got to be. It's got like and sometimes I'm pro- I'm probably just an NPC, dude. I probably have N- NPC ways, but Dude, I mean, I think being—I think we all do. Even in video games, it's like I'm gonna go fish this pond for two and a half hours yeah. on my video I just, game. I just like sometimes you it. just need to fucking chill for a little bit. Yeah, you just need to be an NPC for a little bit, dude. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Plug it's, in, it's, you know. Forget about everything else. Focus on whatever your dumb, meaningless task is for a little bit, and move on with your life. <laughs> yeah. The bad part is when the fucking game master comes to you and is like, "Hey, do you want to do this full time?" And you're like, "Yep." And then you yep. just fucking fish for your entire life. <laughs> you just, just stuck at the same pond. You never go home. You're just there. Yeah, you're always there, no matter what time it is. Anytime yeah. anybody else comes say hi to you, you're in the same spot fishing. And you say the well, same thing, no matter what they say to you. 
Yeah. You, <laughs> Hello, friend. You have any, you, uh, what is it called? You, fuck, what is that saying? Working hard or hardly working? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Every fucking old dude we work for, dude. <laughs> Some weather we're having today. Oh, yeah. The weather. Then there's, uh, oh, what's the other one that they always say? Uh, dude, you know what I, you know what I actually hate? This might name be an NPC thing. But for some reason, people around here, they'll say, uh, like, what do you know? Or what oh, do you what think do you about know? that? What do you oh. think about that? And or like, I'm like, what? I don't know. And like, because it'll be about something dumb, dude. It'll be, it'll be like, I don't, I don't even know how a good example right now. But it'll, it was like, what do you? And I'm like, oh, I'm drinking coffee. And they're like, oh, what do you think about that? I think it's, it's good coffee. It's like, good I don't coffee. fucking. I don't fucking know, dude. Why is that? Why is that such a weird question to me? I don't know. But it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's their way of greeting you, but they're saying like, "Ah, oh, what do you, what do you, what do you think?" I'm like, I don't uh, know, dude. Yeah. I'm not thinking right now. I just got here. <laughs> I'm drinking my coffee, bro. Get off yeah. my back. Such a weird yeah. greet. I don't know. I've seen it a lot around here, though. A few. It's got to be a Midwest thing. I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, maybe it is a Midwest. I don't know, but I, I don't know if I've encountered that in my life before, though. Until like I moved back, it's here. just so recent. People, yeah. people in your town have been approached by the game master, yeah. bro. What if it's just me that they're asking that? I don't know. Like, what That's if they the figured thing. out that I'm not an NPC? So, like, hey, what do you think? Because you're the only one that can. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> you're in a, your own version of Get Out. You're just like. Ah! <laughs> It's so weird, dude. I don't know. It just freaks me out. So, what do you think? Like randomly, I don't. I don't know, dude. I don't. Because it'll be about it's a conversation about, about. Yeah, because it'll be a conversation about like, I don't know. Like people have normal. They'll be talking about like some car or some vehicle or whatever. And then I'll just sometimes I'm in the room just sitting there, and then they'll be like, "So, what do you think?" cars go fast i know nothing about cars so i'll be like i don't know dude whatever's nice <laughs> like just whatever whatever what what, what was your answer bad <laughs> you're muted bro yeah exactly it's just it's just fucking dude i'm telling you the more and that's what i i see with like this this andrew tate sneeko fucking whatever and like some of these other people. And so what I see, this is like the, it's like the degenerate resurgence of like um, Jordan Peterson's crowd. You know what I yeah, mean? It, it's like, it, it's like the it's very dumber, similar. It's the, like the dumbed the, down version. Who, who, yeah. Who. More. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, and the, and the only thing, dude. yeah, dude, it's the, it's the graph. I can't remember whatever it's called. Every, everybody else uses it all the time but it's like the dumb version of that graph where it's like and there's certain things that that person gets wrong for the right but they get it right but for the wrong reasons and then this person gets it right for the right reasons you know and then there's everybody else in the fucking middle that's just goddamn retarded and not there they're just not there and it's like you can sit there and see how a generation of lost male people is very bad for society as a whole and that 
a lost generation of males could create a lost generation of females and a lost generations of females have created a lot. It's these things, everything works in cycles. And it's like, this is, it's, it's bad for everybody when both of these things happen or when one thing's happening and it's causing the other thing to happen. And it's like, you know, and I hate, I've done this myself and I've probably done it quite recently, but Sneeko kept arguing with Abba. He's like, it's these people, the elites, and you can't, you can't even like, it's the people with power. And it's like, you can't even, you can't even specify who it is anymore. You're just, you know, it's somebody somewhere and you're like, I'm trying. And, and he kept saying like, basically he's trying to change the world. And it's like, bro, can you change the person next to you, their mind? If you can't change their mind, how are you going to change the world just by yelling at it enough? And it's, and Abba was so good in that. And I recommend anybody to go and watch that shit. It's only like an hour, hour and a half, but um, it's just one of those things where it was like, like the priority, like they were talking about priorities and how they shift and things like that. And you know, growing up, like my priorities have shifted crazily and it's like, I don't want to be a dude that's sitting there talking to a whole bunch of different girls. And it's, I was never really that guy, but like at the same time, like there was times where it was leading towards that spot. And it's like, I like having that person to go home to. It's awesome. I don't care how much money I make. I want that person. And that's it. I don't think it's, I don't think it's okay to, you know, and that's what, that's what people are getting caught up on too. And that's generally not what all they're saying. And so I think it's dumb to fucking sit there and say that that's all they're saying. And some of it is pretty fucked up that they say, and like, I can sit there and be like, Oh, I agree with his point here with a lot of the generalizations that he's saying, or the generalization proves true to a certain degree but like this is fucking retarded and like you shouldn't emulate everything he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think like I think like but I think it's like kind of like like they're feeling like they're filling a need in our society somehow, at least in our culture. And yeah. there's a lot of like I said, like a lot of young dudes that just they really it resonates with them and it's like I don't know, they're not they're they're they are attaching themselves. It's like I think I think they a lot of ways they're right when they talk about how like they're trying to feminize men and you know feminize like you know make make like being masculine like a bad thing for some reason yeah. and he and he makes and he made a really good point I think it was Andrew that said this one time I don't know it might have been Sneeko but basically that it's not that these more feminine men it's not like they're completely against like what they would deem as toxic masculinity it's just that now now that since with our modern society they have the ability to outsource their toxic masculinity meaning that if they're ever in a problem they can well now you can just call a number and those toxic dudes those toxic masculine dudes whether it be like the fire department police department whatever it is they'll show up and they're they'll take care of your problem for you or if you have you know your your roof needs to be fixed or whatever well you call call somebody to come and do it the masculine dudes that's going to come in and get their ass up there on a hot day and fix your fucking roof like so now you now it's not that like maybe it's nowadays in our society it's more not only accepting but a lot easier for men not to have to be more masculine now they can be 
more feminine because now they can outsource that masculinity to whatever direction that they need to now. And, and I think they're right when they say that those effeminate men that can do that mm-hmm. um, automatically put themselves in a higher class yes. in their head than that person that comes and fixes their roof. And it's like, well, guess what, bro? When that guy comes and sees who you are and he's like, fuck you, I'm not fixing your roof. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Nothing. You're going to have a hole in your fucking roof. Yeah. And that's that's what's that's what I think is like really... Uh, an interesting like thing that's happening because it's like there was like there was kind of like this and I'm not even saying it's like completely wrong like what the whole like more I guess feminine men thing that push like not like 100% wrong where it's just like I guess like you know like dudes commit suicide way more than women do yeah. I don't know what that solution I don't know, really know what the solution is. Maybe talking about that more is a better way to solve those problems. Yeah. And maybe that was something that was good to to relieve pressure and stress on dudes. And so now they can actually like, okay, well, if I instead of just dealing with this internally, I can go find the help I need and not like right. have a problem. But like when they just I mean, we've all seen, we know what our culture is now. When it's yeah. like soy latte, it, it's like, oh, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not even, yeah. but like a lot of times, it's not the dude saying that, and that's where it gets mm-hmm. pro- that's where it gets problematic. Is like, all right, though, and this is where I agree with them too. Is like, if you watch, if uh, like all these females are like, all these men don't cry, and this, that, or the other, and it's like the first time they watch their dude cry, and they're like, I'm not attracted to you anymore, and uh, mm-hmm. and like within the next six months, they break up with them, and it's like, yeah, that's a fucking problem. And it's like, why do you think dudes don't fucking cry? And they stay with them when, even though they're not crying. So you might as well not cry. Or if you do, yeah, you yeah. fucking do it somewhere else by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, like, I don't know all the answers to this shit. But I'm just saying, it's like, these guys are like, somehow appeared. And they're fucking all over the internet right now. And like, and I know Andrew, I'm probably Sneeko too. Uh, yeah. But Andrew Tate's going on a bunch of big podcasts. He was on uh, uh, what Segura, Tom yeah. Segura's podcast. He yeah. was on Dave Dave Portnoy's podcast. He was on went on some like feminist podcasts, and actually, yeah. that's the one that I see the most. And honestly, I didn't really watch that one, but all the clips I've seen, it didn't really seem With like the, hostile. The British chick, I think she was British. Yeah, she's like uh, mixed, but she's British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. It's like she does one where she she go. It's like a dating show for her, and it's like she talks to really high high valued men, and you know, <laughs> and whatever because she's a high value woman, and and like he's kind of an arrogant ass during that whole interview. But it does the clips where like all right, uh, like they talk to them in between, you know. And he's like, yeah, I'm being purposefully arrogant right now because I don't really care about this. I'm just doing this because it's fun to do. And it's like kind of funny, but then some, sometimes, and I can, I totally get how it comes off as like, honestly, to me, like sometimes it's just fucking annoying. And like people like that annoy the shit out of me. Like when they're just super gregarious and not even in a good way, they're just gigantic all the time and they're just oh and it's like like, they're very uh flashy too yeah and it's i don't i've never been a fan of that maybe because i've been poor my whole life 
Yeah. And then maybe, maybe that's it for both of us. But you know, it's just like, uh, whatever. And well, it's just, it's just like the people that I knew did that were always generally assholes and vapid, stupid people. And I don't think Andrew Tate is, I think he's pretty intelligent and he's doing phenomenal. Like, and he's making good solid points in certain aspects. And then he goes and he purposely, he's talked about this one time where he was like, I, uh, I purposefully say things in a way that usually creates the most reaction, even though I could probably say it better, but I can do whatever I want. So I'm going to, and it's like, I get that. I get that point of view. And I, I gen, for the most part, like I kind of want that. I want to be uncancelable. Like, I think that would be a great pl- yeah. position to be in. I mean, that's the best position to be in. He And when he talks about tyranny of people and things like that, he's spot on. He's yeah, fucking dude. spot on. He's, he he nailed that COVID shit, dude. When he talk, yeah. Anytime he talks about the COVID shit, he's, he's Or when he talks correct. about why he's in Romania instead of the United States, he's like, he's like, I'm in Romania because I can pay off the cops and the dude that makes $20 every day on the street can pay off the cops. Everybody, we all get to pay off the cops. So- Who's more free, me here or you in the United States? And it's like, yeah. I get that. That's a great, great like point of view. And it's just wild. And that's why I t- tweeted that. I was like, Andrew Tate is more libertarian than everybody in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> just to fuck with everybody, because <laughs> I know a lot of them are going to be pissed off about that. I thought it was, but it's just funny. And he's, and he's right. And that's the thing where it's like, there's a lot of things that these people are right about. There's also a lot of shit that people are wrong about. Same thing with us. There's a lot of shit oh, yeah. that we're right about. And there's a lot of things that we were wrong about. I didn't think the United States government could shut down the fucking United States people for two and a half years. Yeah. They I fucking was totally did. wrong about that, dude. Totally wrong. So I, I, as we're, I thought California was like, they locked down New York. Yeah. I was like, we're, we're in a blue, uh, we're in a red state. That ain't happening here. <laughs> so, so what do you think about gay COVID? <laughs> oh my God, dude. So the, the fucking monkey pox has been like, well, I'm not that worried about it, but like, uh, what I mean, you should be, you're, <laughs> you're the area that should wor- worry the most about COVID, but like okay i just think the outrage for it is a little over the top like how because like you know similar to regular covid yeah yeah but my thing is like well one it's like it's so weird because it's like um so what at least from what i've seen i've never really dove into this is it seems like it's affecting like gay men the most and it's being transferred through sexual tra- or sexual contact. It's and... like it's like 90% gay men that are infected. That's an oh, insane is it, stat. Oh, it's that high? Okay. Well then, yeah, this is a gay man problem. Like I don't so and when pe- like I've just seen from what I've seen is like if you <laughs> the United point States that military out, should be worried. <laughs> if I yeah, the navy it's gonna wipe out the fucking navy dude (laughs) but uh, like now all i've seen is like when people point out that this is a gay man problem all i see is like people losing their minds like you're just stigmatizing gay men like the aids i'm like okay but uh, i'm not saying you should be afraid of gay men that have monkey pox uh, like they were back in the day with like AIDS. don't have sex with them I'm just saying. I'm just saying that maybe hold off on whatever it is you do, gay men. Like maybe 
rethink a little bit. <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe. gay men, shut down for two weeks. Yeah, just, just yeah, shut down. No, no more. Like, it's like it's dude, like it's like straight and, dudes and their girlfriends when they get uh, gonorrhea or or no <laughs> uh, the clap. No, which one is it? I think it's the clap. It's chlamydia, and it's like just stop having sex for two weeks, and then they continue to have sex, and it's like yeah. one gets over the clap, and then the person. Then the other one has the clap and they're like, don't stop having sex. And then they give it back to the other person and it would like literally eradicate itself. Just people that had the clap stopped having sex with other people and then giving them the clap. And if they just stopped having sex with other people and giving them the clap, it's like, bro, just, just stop having sex for a couple weeks, bro. (laughs) The whole disease (laughs) would be gone. It'd be gone. And and but the craziest thing is just like what people are putting on Twitter, dude. I mean yes. the things about like dude. they're they're talking about like uh pissing gay on each and, other. Gay men and, and group orgies like, have always been a thing. I, I but I'm just I mean I'm not saying they haven't been a thing, and they've probably been a thing for a long time. But like just yes. they get very graphic with it online, and I'm like Jesus yeah. Christ, dude! That's- I would think I would get a disease. Before this monkeypox thing came, like when, yeah. when I hear about when you're pissing doing, and shitting on each other and then fucking each other afterwards, like that's a lot, bro. That's yes. a lot. That's and a you, lot. Like, I'm and not you're kink like, sh- I'm not kink shaming. I'm not kink shaming. <laughs> but like, my guy, yes, your life. And then those people, like I've seen some of those guys that like post this long thread about they do these weird, crazy shit literally when they're fucking and then they they get the audacity of like don't tell me to stop having sex and you're like oh my god dude like i don't know what i'm just saying do. don't <laughs> shit on your boyfriend bro like Jesus you can have sex Christ. all you want just stop shitting on people Schlong I, COVID, in, dude. I get it you're in san francisco and the bums hit on the front porch but like can you just not shit inside your house did, like did, did you see go that to the san bathroom Fran- like San Francisco, the city of San Francisco announced a state of emergency because of the monkey box, dude. Yeah, <laughs> just... yeah. San Francisco <laughs> and New York City. Oh my god, dude. It's so it's like, crazy, dude. It's it's wild. And it's like, bro, like I and this is like I go back to and and you know, I think in the libertarian community, at least the people that like were that we know and we follow, I think there's a lot of gay bashing that goes on. There's a lot. There's a sure, lot of yeah. gay bashing that goes on. And it kind of annoys me at some points because I'm just like, you guys aren't even preaching or you're not even like what you preach isn't even like what you want to say that you're about. Like it, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't correlate in a certain sense. But then they're like, then like a dude posts some shit like that. And I'm just like, I I don't blame you for hating these types of people i just think that you equate all of them to be the same and it's like yeah but i fucking get it dude like like that one guy's thread i don't remember his name but that shit was intense where he was like yeah we went we were we're finally opening it up for covid and so we went and did a whole uh i went to my buddy's house and we had a group orgy or whatever and he's talking about pissing and shitting on each other and like fucking somebody that they knew at the party they got it and then somebody else had it and then they didn't realize that they had i don't know the whole thing was just wild and it's like bro just 
and this is where it goes back to like maybe you shouldn't have multiple sexual partners in your life like like maybe you should just stick with one at a time so then you know for sure what's going on with your own body because right now you're just you're on this weird fucking like intense chicken pox that might kill you yeah i mean is is this monkey pox thing deadly like a lot of people yeah. dying from it i don't oh, think people a lot of do people die. are dying from it but people do die from it i don't even know dude i don't even know like what it does are you looking it up right now i'm going to yeah i it's it's pretty fucking like the whole thing is wild and and just bringing sneeko up again he's like they're doing it like he's yelling at this point and abba's like a very chill dude and he's like yelling at this point. He's like, they're doing it again. They're going to they're gonna cause a state of an emergency. And they're going to lock everybody down for this monkey pox. And it's like, I get his point where it's like, we didn't think they were going to lock this shit down for COVID. So yeah, they very well true. could. They very well could for monkey pox. But the way... The I think way we're too close s- to the elections. And, and the way you say, and he doesn't think that it's going to happen before the, like, I don't know when he thinks it's going to happen. He just thinks it's going to happen. And it's like, there's something about the way that you speak that makes you relatable and likable. And this is getting a reaction out of young men. And this is why he speaks the way that he speaks. But Mm -hmm. if you want to throw down the tyrannical shackles of the elite you're going to have to get a lot more than just young men because 90% of the consumer base that all consumer products are added to ad revenue for is women. It's women. It's always been women. It's been women before women could vote. They're the ones that do the household buying when it was like that. And they're like 80% of the consumer market. Yeah. And yeah, I was being facetious of 90%, but yeah, they're 80% of oh, the consumer I, I didn't even, I didn't know you said uh, a number. Yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. I know you're looking up at the same time, so it's hard to pay attention. Um, All right. You and I so, are both single-minded beings. Yeah. Sorry. So for our listeners, so if you guys, if you have a fever, swollen lymph nodes, muscle aches, or chills, you 100% have monkey box and you <laughs> are going. The internet says. This is what this is the first thing that popped. I just typed in monkeypox symptoms, and it says monkeypox is typically characterized by a new, unexplained rash uh, develops into a hard, round, fluid or pus-filled skin lesions. Ugh. Yeah. Well, where gross. do you get it at? Like on your? Do you get it like uh, all in, over your body? All over? Okay, all over. I didn't know if it was like yeah. a genitalia thing. No, <laughs> no, because then it would just be an STD. <laughs> Like <laughs> in the 80s hey if it is an std at least we have the perfect person in charge of our health dr <laughs> fauci to be in charge of the monkeypox epidemic when he did so well the first time with the aids epidemic so well much yeah. so well that uh you know we had drug runners from mexico to uh bring <laughs> hiv drugs yes. from mexico yeah they made him. That was a movie, Dallas Buyers yep, Club. Dallas Buyers Club. I know. I got to show um, my girlfriend that movie. She she's been wanting to watch it, and I was like, "Yeah, we got to watch it." I did just show my girlfriend The Departed and Seven, and she loved both of them. So great movies. Good. Oh, great amazing, movies. Amazing. Movies. Both of them. I don't even know. I would say watched them the same night. We watched them the same night, one right after the other. I was like, "All right, we gotta 
I'm gonna take you down some of my like Departed's like two and a half hour, maybe three oh, yeah, hour dude. movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't have we didn't have shit to do last week because I got COVID and then she ended up oh. testing positive for COVID. So, but neither of us were sick, but we got the days off from work. Sucked having to use PTO, but I was like, whatever. I guess I'll take this little vacation before my vacation this next week because I'm going to Vegas for my uh, mom's birthday. But um, I was like, whatever. So we were up a little late that night and we watched Seven. She loved it. She was like, because at the beginning of the movie, I was like, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? And she's like, what (laughs) are you doing? And I'm like, "Uh, you'll see. Don't worry. And uh, and then we watched i know it's so sad and then we watched the departed the departed that's kind of a sad that's that's a really sad movie as well actually (laughs) it's not very happy and the only happy part about it is when mark Wahlberg fucking finishes the job at the end of it yeah that's like the best part mark Wahlberg's Mm. a little over the top in that movie though he's a little intense i love it (laughs) i love it dude (laughs) what what is his big line you've just seen it what was that line that he when he like he's yelling at matt damon in the in front of all the other cops what does he call him oh uh, no he he walks in and he's like maybe maybe not maybe fuck yourself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna i'm line. gonna pull up some mark mark Wahlberg uh quotes from that movie because they're a fucking iconic yeah because he asked him something about the case and and basically yeah. it's it's mark Wahlberg, and then i forgot the his the lead but his boss and I forgot his name and they're the only two that know about Leonardo DiCaprio being undercover. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, Lazio, which is fucking Damon, I think. And he's like, without asking too many questions, do you have any, anyone in with Costello presently? He's like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. (laughs) There's one in there. He's like, uh, cause his name is Dingham. In the whole in the movie, mm. uh, uh, let's see. He's got a fuck. <laughs> he, uh, he has one where somebody Ellerby he's talking. He's like Staff Sergeant Dingham is our liaison to the undercover department. Is his undercover is work is extensive. He's here to give us his report, Sergeant Dingham. He's like, okay, my people are out there. They're like fucking Indians. You're not gonna see him. You're not gonna hear about him except from me or Captain Keenan. You will never not know. You will know. You will not ever know the identity of undercover people. Unfortunately, this shithole has more fucking leaks than the Iraqi Navy. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ellerby's like, "Fuck yourself, Dingham. I'm tired from fucking your wife. How's your mother? Good. She's tired from fucking my father." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's such a good movie. It was really good. Uh, we watched some good movies last week. That's good, dude. Did you did you finish the terminal list? Yes, dude. That was so such a good. I was going show. to. All right. So spoilers. Um, if you get if you haven't seen it, fuck. I want to talk about it. Terminal oh. list. Chris Pratt. I'm just gonna let you know. You know what, Luke? You know, I'm, this is what I'll do. I'll use my editing skills. And at this point in the podcast, so. I'll come back and I'll interject and tell you guys what to skip to so you don't hear any spoilers from me and Luke about Terminal List. Yeah. But if you don't care, then you're going to have to listen because we have to fucking talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. So, two second pause. 
Okay, guys, we are about to spoil the show Terminalist. So if you don't want any spoilers, you want to skip to about 1 hour and 14 minutes. If you get to there, we're done talking about it at that point. So just a fair warning, if you don't want to listen to us spoil the show, skip. All right. Let's go. So, second episode, I was texting you. I texted you, and I was like, I just started the second episode. And it was probably five minutes in the second episode. And I was going to, I was about to text you because I was like, I need to text him this now because if I say it uh, at the end, he's not going to fucking believe me. And so you're probably not going to fucking believe me. But I was like, is the brother in on this? Is Ben in on this fucking uh, uh, super soldier? What what was your hint? What was your hint that Ben was he in on? Said, he said something. He said something in the second episode that I was like, he's in on it. He may not be like, I didn't think he was like uh, originally. Well, from that point, I thought he was the guy that was in charge of doing things. Mm. Cause I didn't meet the, the, the fucking high value man. That was the fucking <laughs> pussy or whatever. Yeah. At the end. But, uh, or I didn't. And I kind of thought it was the secretary of defense or whatever she was whatever office that lady held. Um, yeah, well, I just yeah. assumed because, right. okay. Yeah. I just assumed because, you know, she's the secretary of defense that she was going to be in on this whole fucking thing. Um, but uh, I, he said something and I'll have to go back and watch that episode. It's probably like the first 10 minutes of the episode and he says something in there. And I was just like, he's fucking in on it. He's fucking in yeah. on it. And then, and then it got away from it and he wasn't in on it. And then in like the second to last episode, or maybe it was the last episode, the FBI get hold of some of the documents and they're like, Ben so-and-so shows up uh, two weeks before and he's part of the CIA. They're going to, she's going to fucking kill him saying that the secretary of defense is going to fucking kill him. And I really thought in that end battle scene that Ben was going to shoot Chris Pratt at some point. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, but he didn't. And then I was like, well, he's got to find out at some, like, he's got to find out because they had said something. So I was like, I know he's in on it somehow because they're not just going to keep dropping hints like this. Uh, But yeah, what a phenomenal movie. And, you know, it's, it's great because Chris Pratt makes some really honest uh, um, statements about being a veteran, a war veteran in the movie where he's like, they're just going to blame it on a PTSD vet and my whole family's going to die and they're going to think I'm fucking crazy. And he mm-hmm. says it multiple times throughout the movie and he says it to the reporter and he already knows that everybody's looking at him like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's right about everything. And he is also that same person that they're talking about because he kind of goes on a vengeance streak, which I'm not saying is right or wrong, yeah. but he goes on a definite vengeance streak where there was a point of return where he was at and he was like fuck it i'm not i'm going past it which goes to show like i mean they're not wrong in what they're saying but they're wrong because of the reason why they're saying it and it was just it was a really good fucking movie though yeah when it so when it first started tv show i figure like so it kind of it kind of made the secretary defense at least at first to kind of be like a good person they kind of yeah, made her out killed, to be when she killed Kalani. I was like, oh, this bitch is in on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of thought like because they made her seem like she was kind of saying some stuff and they're and 
and she they're kind of like made it seem like oh like she's a good person and i was like oh like so when i first impression of the show i was like oh dude they're gonna blame it all on the corporations and he's just gonna be like these evil corporations that'll be the yeah. bad guy but actually the government was good the whole time we had no idea blah 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 yeah. and then the secretary of defense like he's gonna go and get revenge and the secretary of defense is gonna do something and kind of like let him get away and help him out and that's how i kind of thought the show was developing because well for one i just thought there's no way if it was the secretary like all these people were involved like all these government yeah. all these like i thought there's no way they'd allow this fucking show to come out like this yeah and when yeah, i mean surprised. and he like the, like dude just the brutality of how he murders everyone was a lot dude, dude i mean the way he, the sicario oh my sicario god in mexico dude, he's ripping he his open, guts out dude. yeah it cuts oh. open his stomach takes his lower his lower intestine and hangs it up on the wall and then makes him walk afterwards i was like that's fucking base, dude. dude. That was that was savage. brutal as fuck. And then, all right. So he... does it wait? Does it bother you that you get so hyped when a fucking military movie comes out and you're like, dude, this is a really savage military movie. Like it's like super military. Like it's like super military. Mm -hmm. Very military esque. All the things that they say. Doesn't it make you feel like a little bit of a badass? And doesn't that also make you feel like a little bit of a bitch? Because you're just like. God, it's so cool still. Well, I, I would say that, like, so, like, Chris Pratt kind of represents, like, what the military was sold. And, like, he really bought into the idea of what the military was that was sold to everyone. And yeah. I think, you know, like, and, and he took, like, that brotherhood stuff that was taught to him and, like, his team. And, like, we're all in this together and we'll die for each other and we'll never do anything to betray each other. And no matter what, no matter what seriously. the this yes, he took that very, very seriously. And like no matter what the suits and the even like the upper officers say, like this is our we're a team, we're a brotherhood, and you know, we don't get the the good end of the stick all the time, and we kind of are the forgotten heroes in a lot of ways. And we're okay and, with that. And we're okay with that because we, you know, this is what we do, and we're and like I think so I thought that aspect of it, how they brought that out. I thought that mm -hmm. was really good. And I, and I think that like that part of the military is really it's, good. It's the, it's the best part. Yes. The that's best the best part about part. it. That is. And like, that's what we talk about a lot of times too. It's like, it's finding you know, your we, people. Like, yeah. You find finding your people. The, finding the people, dude. And the people that'll have your back for like whatever bullshit you had to go through. For the rest and of your life. Yes. And I'm like, it's, it's just something weird. And it's like, I don't really know how I, I don't even know how to put it in words a lot of times to other people that haven't been through something like that, because it's just something you almost have to experience to know. And I I love that. That's my favorite part. Yeah, I love being I love able it. to like meet some 60 year old that was in Vietnam and I can have a regular conversation with them and we both understand each other in this weird way. And it's just because we went through we have some sort of a, a like connection Almost. just because we were in the same branch or i mean yeah the army marine corps we always brag on them and say they're different and stuff but like in the grand scheme of things they're all very similar in their own way yeah and i love that but i just love the, the reason i love the show is because it like really kind of it, in my opinion it, i mean i don't 
know if they would test. I mean, they do. They did. <laughs> they have. They have tested on, you know, soldiers before do it and all other the time. And like basic and forcing them get to get this new vaccine that they're forcing everyone to get is basically the same thing. They don't know. They have no idea what the effects are now. We kind of share that the, even military people share that with the American people. But like before that, there was anthrax. They did test on soldiers with like uh, LSD back in the day. Yeah. Like they did a bunch of like crazy tests and stuff on them. And just and, imagine all the ones that we didn't hear about. Yeah, that too. There probably there probably is some like ridiculous or like all the cover ups from like the can- can- contamination from Camp Lejeune that was happening yeah. back in like the 60s to the 80s or whatever. Like mm-hmm. there is a lot of that that happens and it's, it's not that like, that's what's it's, that's what's the most fucked up part about the military is, is like the people that you surround yourself with, those guys aren't really corrupted and they're not really evil. They're not doing any, they don't, they don't, they're not there to like serve the military industrial complex. That's not why they're there. Yeah. That's not what they believe in their own head. At least that might be true, but it's not why they're there. And but like as you get up in ranks and we talk, we even we even say this in the military, too, is like once you get to like the higher officers ranks, you're basically it's political now. You're you're a politician. And that's when you seep into the the system and you get corrupted and you're like, oh, and you don't care. You don't care about your little fucking dudes that you were that are at the bottom anymore. And you just care about yourself and like what gets you by and how you get paid. It's why these fucking generals will all go and work for like Raytheon after they're fucking done because they and they'll support whatever war that whatever's going on to get promoted and get their own promotions. It's how this is how officers get promoted. Do they have to go to war? They got to go to war to build some sort of uh, reputation for themselves so they can look good on paper so then they can move up the ranks and become the three star, four star generals and commandants and fucking whatever. And I just, but like, and even how they showed like the secretary of defense and she's very good. I mean, you saw like, like when I saw her speech and she kind of sat, not really sided because he was kind of being deemed as a terrorist, but when he, she kind of felt sympathy and even kind of expressed sympathy to the public, to Chris Pratt's character and I was like, I even kind of fell for that because, like, in the well, show. And, and honestly, I don't. So this is the this is the part where people are going to agree, and this is the part where people are going to disagree with my opinion. I think she didn't do it for the money because she didn't get paid. She did it because she thought it was actually going to save people, mm. and she was okay with people. It's like her last talk with the uh, reporter. After the fact, where like right before they go under attack, because she's like, "All right, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go on the the, the reporter's like, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go on the the ferry to go home. It's the last one of the night. But I want to ask you these couple more questions." And she's like, "You don't think that Chris Pratt and those twelve seals wouldn't have laid down their lives to try to see if this would save their brothers and sisters?" And she's mm-hmm. like, "They would have. The problem is you didn't ask them, and that's where it lies." And she was doing something that she honestly believed would help people in the long run. And there is that part where she signed, it sounds like she signed the emergency youth authorization after the fact of uh, shit going down to cover her own ass, which is where the problem lies is like that she's able to do that and makes her, but I, I think that her sympathy 
like at, obviously in the fucking show her sympathy was true in the aspect of that and she wasn't doing it for reasons that she was doing it for in my opinion she was doing it for reasons originally why she got approved them to get tested on was it could end up saving a whole bunch of lives and then once she realized that you know it created tumors in these people's heads and she didn't know that at that point and she didn't realize it until certain parts of the show happened that that is when she tried to cover her own ass and that's the problem instead of being like no we did this it's it's like the ownership of doing something bad you deserve if you do something even if it's for the right reason and you Mm -hmm. do something wrong you have to own up to it you have to because that's the only way that's the only thing that makes you trustworthy if you're like hey this is what happened if she came out and was like i decided to you know do this specific thing she shouldn't have done that in the first place it should have been hey this is an experimental drug to see like she should have gone to those like if this was a real world scenario and this were real people we should go to those people and explain to them this is an experimental drug we're trying to see if it works for ptsd and be honest about it we don't know the ramifications that it has in human beings we don't know if it's going to ruin your career and to be honest about the fact that it's like if something does happen we will take care of you and we will not try to get out of it because that's the other thing that happens is they do all if they do do those things then they they have a clause in there where they're like well we didn't specify if it was a brain tumor that we'd cover you and it's like all right well fuck you you guys fucked this over and you know now i'm going to die my family doesn't have their main provider anymore but if she did those things when she found out first that some of the fitness reports that she was getting were doctored or weren't correct and she came out and said that you'd have so i me personally if she i would have so much more respect for a person like that you know what i mean like i'd be like yeah. you did the right thing you didn't do the right thing originally but when it came time to fucking bear the fucking brass of the situation you did the right thing but then in the show obviously she didn't do the right thing and she did the wrong thing and tried to cover yeah. her ass and it's yeah like and horrible. chris and chris yeah and chris pratt knew that all these people yeah. would have and that's gotten why away she ended up it. killing herself at the end yeah yeah for sure and that that's but and that's the thing too is like chris pratt knew all these people would have got away with it every single one of them oh from the corporation side to the people in the military to the secretary of defense like all of them all of them would have got away with it and he was like He's like, well, I'm well, one, I'm dying anyways. I have a fucking brain yeah. tumor. My family is dead. So I'm going to murder everyone. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I'm yeah. going to take it upon myself and bring, I don't know if I'd say just vengeance on everyone. And yeah. that, and the show, I loved it. I thought it was such it a was good really show. Good. And I understand, like, because I saw it coming out. But I saw some like media hit pieces on it. That's what oh, I was, was like. Few. I was so I was like, why is just I, I thought this be some like something not really they'd jump on, but I thought that'd just be something they'd ignore. Like who cares? It's just some Navy and SEAL a, show, and it's you know? A book that was written a little bit ago. Like it's not a mm-hmm. it's a book that was written a little bit ago. Like it's 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 newer, 
but it's not like written in 2022 specifically about you know COVID 19. Yeah, and then once I watched it, and I mean even ap- even up to like where he shoots <laughs> shoots the corporate corporate dude. On, yeah, and right badass. in front of his fucking building. National that was fucking television. insane. Yeah, National Intelligence fucking shoots this dude. Uh, r- really rich billionaire dude, just right in the face, in front of everyone. He fucking blow- kills like seven, seven or eight of his bodyguards and walks up, shoots this dude. Even up to that, like, I was like, oh, I feel like journalists would like this. Oh, the guy got revenge against these evil corporations. And then, and then, dude, I mean, I mean, he, he goes kind of brutal like when he starts killing his commanding officers yeah uh, fuck them they deserve it the yeah most. they know they, anybody do. they deserve it the most they deserve yes 100 yes and but what Dude, i'm the saying log thing Whew. yeah that was brutal and that was th- that like especially when it brought it back to like their training and stuff like oh mm-hmm. my god but the one that like i thought was a little maybe just a little too much and I'm not saying he's not like he's not justified in the way that he does was the I don't know his name, but the second guy that he got that he convinced yeah. to put the bomb on with the family. Yes, with the family. I was like, oh, my God, dude, is he about to kill his kid? <laughs> like, I was, yeah, I thought he starts he was dragging going... him towards the ocean. Yes, dude. you he's took like, my kid. Gonna... So I'm going to take yours. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, holy shit, dude. And like, this guy's just about sitting to... there like. Oh, <laughs> Well, it's a little too far. <laughs> I thought he was really, I don't know if he actually would have, but he definitely like. Yeah, it's a show, but. Yeah, he was definitely pressuring like the, like he got, I think he was just trying to get the dude to put the fucking bomb on to, to yeah. fucking blow himself up. I think that's honestly what he was trying to get him to do. Yeah. But that part, I was just like, oh my God, dude, he's going to murder his fucking kid and wife and right, <laughs> like right in front of him, dude. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. And it's like in those situations where it's like he killed all the people and hurt all the people that did the thing. And yeah, the journalist got fucked up a little bit in the, the bomb with the fucking missed but, opportunity. You know, at this, I, I know you should always take the. the <laughs> Should always take the opportunity to kill a corporate journalist. Um, but, you know, like it's it's like this. is It was a better movie because it didn't make him out to be this crazy person that was just going on a rampage to kill anybody and anyone who got in his way and then ends up blowing up, you know, uh, what, what was the uh, 9-11 bomb on in 2000 or no, in uh, 1993. I guess that was the World Trade Center too. But yeah. The uh, yeah. the one the Oklahoma City bombing. That's the one I'm talking about. It, yeah. You know when it hurts a whole bunch of people that had nothing to do with the situation, and it made it. It was very specific. The people that did this deserve mm-hmm. to die, and it's like I understand that, and I don't fault people for feeling that way, and at the same time. I don't necessarily disagree with their means of going about it. If he killed the wife and the kid, I would have felt some other type of way about it. I would have been like, you know, you were good up until that point. And then at that point, you were wrong. You were wrong. It doesn't matter how much that they contributed to that guy's life. You know, you were Mm -hmm. wrong at that instance right there. Yeah, because they were innocent, like completely innocent, oblivious. Completely. Oh, yes. Had no idea. 
And so yeah. it's like when it's like when the people and that's why hit the girl that uh, was working with him that whole time. She's like, you're going to set off a bomb in the middle of a fucking crowded city street. Like, I don't want any civilians getting hurt. And it's like, that's the point right there. That's the fucking point. You can't take your aggression out on fucking everybody. And then if you know, like, that's the problem where I think a lot of people stray away from is like, we're so a lot of the people in our, whether it's military and non-military, just like the anarchist libertarian sphere, we're so angry with what is happening and what has happened that a small slight is they're justifying it. So they're, they're just as guilty. And it's like, bro, it doesn't work out that way on the scales of justice. Like it really does not work that way because that's how you get the people that believed in you and know what you were saying and they're just like nah fuck that guy and then you're gonna be like they all left me i was the one the only one that was correct and it's like maybe you weren't as correct as you thought you were yeah and that but the i agree and like the and then i get why after after watching the whole show i got why the media like kind of went after it because it is like has a correlation to the covid shit it pretty good. well it got that but i also think it's just like this guy is ju- the show kind of like that's the best he, okay this guy becomes a domestic terrorist like this is yeah. what he like uh, this is what he does he becomes a domestic terrorist in the show and uh yeah and it, it shows like kind of in a way is this uh almost sympathizing and rationalizing this guy to do what he's doing and so it makes you understand why this person would go through all these extreme, insane measures to bring these very corrupt people down. And that's probably not what the regime would like yeah, why? to yeah. see. Well, on their right, show. So this is this is my thing with the word terrorist. And I just I just pulled it up so I could read off the definition. Um, but I've always heard this phrase on like certain aspects, like certain things that happen where they're like, this person's a domestic terrorist. This person's a terrorist, this, that, or the other. And the, the definition of a terrorist, and I remember this from, you know, when I was in high school because I went on a long-ass rant about it in one of my classes. But it was like, a terrorist is, and this is the Webster's Dictionary definition, a person who uses unlawful violence and intimidation, especially against civilians, in the pursuit of political aims. Now tell me, do you think he was in pursuit of political aims? Yeah, you're muted, but yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, what, where's the political aims? I think that it's in there, that word specifically. It doesn't fit anything else in the rest of the sentence, correct? Like it doesn't match with anything else in the rest of the sentence. It's put in there specifically because that's what a terrorist is. Political aims. It has to be done in a political stance. And that's what's important. I think that's like the most important two words in the fucking definition. And mm-hmm. it's like, and, but people label these people all the time, um, you know, as domestic terrorists or this, that, or the other. And it's like, or a terrorist in general. And it's like, what was their political, what was the political aim of this? Where, where's the politic aspect of that? And when things like, you know, oh, he was, he was bullied and, um 
this, that, or the other. Like, that's not a political aim. That's, that's completely different. That's not terrorism. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, mm-hmm. if, if they go and shoot up a Republican softball team, a Republican Senate softball team, because he's a Hillary fan and this, that, or the other, and they deserve to die because they're evil. That's domestic terrorism, but they didn't call that a domestic terrorist. Yeah. And it's like, and it, and that shit happens all the time. And it, and recently in recent history that has happened more on the, the Democrats have done that to Republicans a lot more, but I've watched Republicans do that same thing to Democrats. So it's not like it's a one-sided thing, but recently, and probably within the last fucking since 2016 at the very minimum, it's been very one-sided where one's a domestic terrorist and the other is not. Yeah. I mean, dude, they were, I mean, they kind of were throwing that term around for like, uh, parents that were upset at school board meetings. Mm -hmm. And it's like, bro, this guy's, I don't really know if this guy has any political aims or intentions. He just doesn't like what the school's fucking happen or what's happening with their kid at, at their school. And then that, and maybe and the only I reason guess why it's political is because the school made it political. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't even know if like that, if I, if I want to go to, I, I mean, maybe, I guess you can say it's very political. If I want to go to the school board meeting and, you know, bitch about something that the school's doing that I don't like because my fucking kid goes there. I don't know if I call that like a political agenda. I think that's just like, you're upset because, or you just want the, the the most or the best well-being for your fucking kid. Like, I, I don't yeah. think that's like any sort of political aim. Like this guy's not trying to, I don't think this, I don't think these parents that are upset at school board means are going there to like, uh, it, it push conservative religious or whatever values. Like we don't want this. boys to be in the same bathroom as my little girl. Yeah. I don't think it's not a political stance. uh, Yeah. Or like the whole, I don't know, the, what's it called? The Um, race thing. Uh, Yeah. The theory. (laughs) Something. Yeah. Critical race theory. There it is. That is. (laughs) Yeah. That whole, yeah. That whole thing, you know, like, I don't think, I don't think like parents have some sort of uh, political agenda. They're like, Hey, I just don't like this. Like, I think it's kind of toxic. I don't want my kid learning about this stuff. It's weird. I think it's uncomfortable. I don't think it helps anyone. And that's well, you're you sound a lot like a, a domestic terrorist. You watch yeah. the terminal list, huh? You you <laughs> fucking <laughs> Yeah, everybody that watches it, Amazon's just sending a list to the fucking <laughs> the <Yeah>. DOJ. <laughs> like these are now all domestic terrorists. This guy's watched it five times since it came out, so dude, uh so What's his name? Old old Dr. Fauci. Dude, did you see? So he had the did you there was this really weird interview he had with CNN. And CNN asked him that he's like, hey, so the Republicans after this election, you know, in the November coming up, they said they're gonna try to like put you on trial for your crimes against humanity. And he I was like, and like CNN asked this question. I was like, typically, if that's like talked about, it'd be like, you know, it'd be like, oh, those Republicans out of their mind, you know, like, what are they talking (laughs) about? Like, I just try to save people, you know, but like, it was really weird that that CNN like actually asked him that. 
And it, and Dr. Fauci, his response was, well, I didn't recommend any lockdowns. I saw that. And I was like, And there's what? like clear video of him recommending yes, lockdowns. He is like, like it's like if George Bush was like, uh, you know, I don't I didn't I never invade, I didn't invade Iraq. Yeah, I don't know anything. I never said anything about those weapons of mass destruction. I never what are you talking about? I didn't say a fucking word. Like it's on that level, dude. So I mean, I'm not saying that the Republicans will actually like prosecute Fauci, but it was just really weird to me that CNN asked that question and two that Fauci is like trying to distance himself from the lockdowns when it's like yeah. so obvious that he yeah. is the lock well, he is the lockdown guy. I mean, we shared it on our Instagram where it was like Biden, Fauci, and a couple other people where they're like, this this aged well, and it was like Biden at the beginning where it was like, we never said that, you know, these uh mm. these vaccines were going to cure covid or not let you get it and then it's like a fucking whole montage of all these people that said yes. that exact same thing and then also said the vice verse of it where it was these will help you not get sick ever from covid19 mm-hmm. and it's like how can you how can the blatant how can the lie be so blatant yeah it's and so blatant. Saw- it's like fucking that one dude that was like i was there when we were taking shots in fucking Afghanistan or whatever yeah, on yeah. the helicopter. And it's like the video of them getting off the fucking helicopter. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Yeah. Walking on the <laughs> runway. <laughs> getting on the helicopter, flying around the fucking scene, no yes. shots fired, coming back, getting off the helicopter. Yeah. Yes. The same thing. 100% dude. And I, I think it, well, I don't know what I, I think, I think the Republicans are going to take the house and the Senate. So like, maybe they will do something. So, and I, I feel think, like it's all going to be a show though. Yeah. And that's maybe he'll be like, yeah, I'm sure it'll be like a pup. Maybe, maybe I'm saying if they do something, it'll be like a public trial, you know, like, well, they'll bring them in front of Congress or whatever and put on a little show, like grilling the shit out of him. That'd be cool. That'd be a lot more than I'd expect from the Republicans to be honest. But, uh, that's true. I don't know if I'll see it. I don't think he'll ever see the like. I just think it doesn't charges like this is the this is what sucks is like it doesn't even matter if they prove him guilty and then throw him in prison. Yeah, I mean, the damage doesn't even matter. Well, well, first, the damage is done. And second, the Democrat like the Democratic base, like the Democrats base are going to be like, this is a horrendous misplacement of justice, no matter how many of those videos you show. Yeah. They're gonna be like, it's it's wrong. We shouldn't be doing this to him. He did everything right to try and keep us safe. Like that's that's how it's going to be. So like even if they there's it's not a win for the Republican. Like it'll be a win for the Republican base, but it's not a like it wouldn't be a win for us because all it and I mean actually it could be a win for us because it could separate the two even more. But I really don't think that the Republicans or Democrats want to separate the populace any more than they already are because. Hello. Are you there? Yeah. I'm yes. still here. Are you there? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you know, we're almost there. So I don't think the, I think the Republicans and Democrats at some, we've always said that they've been in league with each other. Like we, you and I have always said that there, there's 
not one without the other. And the only reason why they exist is to feed off of each other. And yes, there's kind of a break in the Republican Party, but there's also kind of a break in the Democratic Party. And I don't think that those are those are outliers where the general theme is we're going to keep making as much money off of this as possible. And they're going to continue to do so. And so, like, I don't think that they can go and throw them in prison or even put Mm -hmm. them on trial because it just creates more of a division. And we are like, we're not that far away. Like we're, we're one shooting away from Democrats taking the streets and, Oh wait, that already happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's, I think I find it more interesting that it, that, well, it, it, it kind of appears like, I kind of think, biden's done after these elections oh it's yeah it very much feels like it i i think that like they can't recover with crazy, him it'd be crazy if biden runs again it'd be wild in my head yeah, I, I, just, I, could, I don't think but so. you know the wildest thing the wildest thing has happened so like i don't like we're in a fucking new zone at this point yeah. like where anything is up for grabs and they could just keep playing the fucking same game that they're playing. But it would be, in my opinion, personally, it'd be wild if Biden runs for the 2024 election. Yeah, I think I think that's... If honestly, he even makes yeah. it there. Yeah, and I, I kind of think, like, they can't change him out now because it'll make their base look bad for the election. So anything they can... They're going to keep making themselves look good until the election's over. And then I, I'm thinking sometime in the beginning of next year... They're going to say, oh, you know, Biden's health reasons. We just got to step down. He's got to step down and and Kamala's going to come and maybe some governor or whatever will step up and be the VP for Kamala. But I really don't see. I, I mean, it's like like I think CNN's approval ratings of Joe Biden is like 30 percent. Like, yeah, it's 30 percent. And that's just what I'm, I'm waiting us. for a Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Great. That's what we need. a texas democrat i mean what what more could you ask for in current society you know what i mean like that's what the democrats need they need somebody that can breach the fucking right yeah 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 that would be that'd be smart that'd be smart if they can get someone that's like kind of a southern democrat you know i don't know well i don't know if that would work too well a southern democrat that's against guns yeah isn't that kind of, well, I don't know. Beto O'Rourke's kind of like, I don't know if he's that. I guess Matthew McConaughey could fit that bill pretty well. You know, and he did give like the old speech yeah. or whatever about the Univad thing. And I'm not saying that uh, that's what's going to happen, but I could see something similar to that happening. They're not going to run. I mean, Bernie Sanders can't run again. There's no way that fucking guy runs again. Yeah, I don't see fucking, that. And he's run down. There's no fucking way. But a a Beto, uh, you know, uh, a Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I think maybe um, Pete Buttigieg might be their go-to, dude. Yeah, he's the CIA plant that's been there for a fucking while. I I think Beto is too much of a Beta. Like, he just just doesn't capture the audience the way that he needs to. But Buttigieg, he's been in the CIA since he was, like, 18 years old. So... Uh, oh, yeah, but mon- monkeypox might get him, dude. Yeah, oh, dude, monkeypox <laughs> might really get him. But I mean, fucking Biden 
survived COVID. So like anything is possible at this point, dude, did you see that uh, in New York and in San Francisco, they're like giving out the vaccination for monkeypox, and it's only if you're gay. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) How we, how can you not blame? Like, I'm not saying like blame them, but how can you not like point out like, Hey, gay people stop fucking so much. But also, this vaccine's only for gay men. I'm like, what? What is this? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, dude. I didn't even know they had a vaccine for this already. Oh fuck? yeah, they already have it. Of course, they already have a vaccine. Now yeah. they're now they're going to get just vaccines vaccine. out within two months of anything yeah. popping up. They're probably just making diseases and be like, oh it's look, we already just, got a vaccine for it's it. It's literally just sugar and water. <laughs> It's just, Patented. it's the same thing as the COVID vaccine, dude. It's just, it says Pfizer on it. Yeah, you shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up and take your shot. Yeah, take your shot, eat your bugs, and you'll be happy. And I'll be happy, right? Yeah, dude, it's a, it's, it's just craziness. The whole, the, and at a certain extent, like I see this shit as like a bioterrorism. Like it, it really fucking yeah. is getting to that point where it's like, you're take your fucking shot and if you don't like we're gonna have yeah. problems and it's like bet bitch like we're gonna have fucking problems then yo like, can we I pause don't... for a second yeah i gotta pee sorry <laughs> typo had to take a piss so we had to pause um okay well we could just we could tell everyone what happened (laughs) well i'm not gonna remember exactly where i was so we had to have some kind of transition here that's Uh, (laughs) i think i don't even remember dude i I missed when we were like living in our shitty little apartment and i could just rewind so i could remember what i said last and we could try to fucking figure out the same energy we were at Mm mm-hmm yeah, because we would, but, and we took a, lo- a lot of breaks. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, like, yeah, shit's just getting kind of crazy right now. The November elections are going to be very interesting, in my opinion. They're going to be, it's going to be interesting, because if it is the giant red wave, that's kind of, it, it's going to surprise, like, as much as I think it's going to happen, it's still going to surprise me. It's going to, su- yeah. if that makes sense. Like, it'll still surprise me in in, in some aspect. Um I don't know, man. Like it's it's just going to be a it's going to be an interesting way to finish out the year, and then to see what happens with Biden and Kamala, and then the twenty twenty four stuff. It's going to be fucking wild. Yeah, dude. I I just don't like. Yeah, like we were saying earlier. Like I don't think Biden's going to make it. I think they're going to let this ship, like him, just go down because like there's just too much going on. And it's all being blamed on him. I mean, he he is the president. So even though, like, whatever the hell's going on, and there is a lot of blame you can put on him, some stuff you could probably say it was, you know, previous administrations uh, printing trillions of yeah. dollars, and then finally it caught up to us. But, I mean, he didn't yeah. help. But they're also, he, yeah, they're also continuing know. the same thing. Yeah, I exactly. Love, I, love his, I love his, like, recent tweet on, like, you guys are saving 50 cents a gallon since prices went up seven dollars and it's like oh my god <laughs> dude the they're not even admitting there's a recession dude <laughs> dude all right yeah so we'll, we'll oh my we'll god go off this tangent real quick and then we, we can cut it off because we're almost at two hours or yeah we're basically like four minutes from two hours but 
they have literally redefined the definition of a recession. That's what they're trying to do. I think it shows it on whitehouse.gov. Um, mm-hmm. But they, it's like, it's like le- legitimately it has been and has always been um, after two quarters of GDP mm-hmm. going down. And it's like, well, we're here now. It's happening. And they're like, well, that's not what economists, economists don't really think this is a recession. And it's like, bro, I have a, I have a dude at work that I talk to all the time and we've been talking all week and uh, we started going over uh, the housing market. And he's like, I've got some insider guys. Like it's not going to crash. And I'm like, bro, it's, it's going to fucking crash. They're doing the same things they did in 2007 and 2008. Look at the returns on investment. Look at the amount people that are getting the amount people get paid compared to the amount people are paying for houses. Look at the amount of houses certain people have. Look at look at the amount of foreclosures. He's like, we're not going to have those foreclosures that we did in in 2008. They have adjustable uh, mortgages. They had adjustable mortgages then. And I'm like, bro, they have it now. It's just called different things. Like, it's going to happen again. Your mortgage rate isn't fucking stuck in one place like everybody wants you to believe. As soon as it comes down that, you know, we lost 5% of the market share that we were we thought we were going to get. They're going to be like, hey, we need this amount of money back now. And the bank can do that legally. And then the foreclosures happen. So it's going to happen. And it was so frustrating me. And I was trying to be like real calm because I was like, I was like, I can't get heated. Like this guy, like he just kept saying he knows people in the, in the uh, realtor market. And I was just like. All the realtors used to did that same shit in fucking 2007. It's never yeah. going to crash. We've been giving out <laughs> loans all day. It's yeah, never going to crash. The housing market's going to continue to get beat with a wooden stick probably for the rest of the year. I don't even know when it'll start to recover. But that one, I just don't see that coming back at no, all. There's no for, way. For, for a while, probably. And uh, like, yeah, and the, like. Yeah, they change. They change. They change the definition. Like, dude, the the spoke his economic spokesperson. I forgot his fucking name. Was like, I know a lot of people have been saying that, you know, we're changing the definition of recession, and we're gonna address that. But a recession, and then he changes, and then he gives an explanation of what a recession, and he literally changes the fucking definition, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's fucking insane. He just goes off something like different. These are the experts. This is these are his experts. Um, and then like. Then you got Paul Krugman jumping in on it. Like, actually, you know, we're actually yeah. doing pretty good. You know, <laughs> like going or, on like or like Janet Yelnich or Yellen or whatever yes. her fucking name is. Yes. That's like, no, this like what a year ago. She's like, we're not we're not a uh, we're not in, in inflation. We're not having any inflation. And it's like inflation's at nine percent, according to the United States government now. It's like. Yeah, right, yeah, bro. probably double, but. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, dude, it's insane. Uh, and they just it's so it's just so crazy because like, you know, more, you know, it's it's really what's hitting like, yeah, they brought like they're bragging right now that they brought gas prices down a little bit, but they're not yeah. where they were before. Yeah, they're it's still, like, brought, like they brought them down a little cents, bit. The average of 50 cents. And it's like, yeah, but it's at an, it's the same thing with like raises, right? It's like, yeah, you gave me five. 5%, but inflation inflation is 12%. So you didn't 
you didn't bring it you didn't give me a raise so it's like they're same thing it's like yeah you you lessened it by 50 cents but you brought it up four dollars so like yeah you're not saving me money yeah like gas prices took like five steps forward and they brought it back one one step they're like look you fucking pet and it's only gas prices that they're really that's the only thing they're bragging about because like that's the only thing that's really come down about fucking food prices yeah food prices are insane like they're still uh, like used cars cars are still up uh, uh, very expensive right now uh like the housing's going insane and we already talked about that but like it's just all these other things it's like it's really hurt like food banks food banks around cities now uh they like a lot of them have either tripled or even doubled the amount of people that are going to their food banks now. And that's like, yeah, I should start like, doing that. Yeah, probably dude. <laughs> get, get on the EBT cards or whatever, dude. But uh, yeah. And like, that's, that's the worst part about like the, you know, the economic, the inflationary stuff. Cause it's always like the poorest people that get beat the most. Dude, we're going to get to a point where $70,000 a year, you can get approved for an EBT card. Yeah, dude. Yeah, (laughs) because they they almost have to. Because you can't afford the food. Yes, you almost have to, like, adjust to shit like that because of all, like, it. fuck, dude, you probably used to be, like, I don't even know, but I'm sure you can look back that, like, people that made, like, 15, making 15 grand a year was probably, like, the middle class. Like, yeah. Like things like fuck, dude. Like back then, like gas. If get gas was never over a dollar, like it'd be like twenty five cents a gallon and cra- something crazy. And it just shows you how much they erode the money. And then you know the like a lot of people I've seen. I think they've been more comparing it to like the seventies when inflation was like going crazy, and mm. the Fed raised the interest it, yeah. rates up to like twenty five percent to rate to rein in inflation. And what they raise are, they just raised it like another 0.75%. But I think we're, yeah, I think we're, at, we're at like 2.25 or 2.2% yeah. or something like that. But that's because for the longest time, we've been at fucking zero. And for a portion after the housing market crashed in 2008, we were at negative. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I, and uh, our, our buddy um, we've had on here uh fucking what's his twitter name anarch actual is that what it was yeah i think anarch oh yeah actual. yeah yeah he was posting about it and uh i was trying to think of his twitter name not his real name and he was posting about it but he was like dude if they like they what they would have to do to make it what it actually is it's probably like 14 15 like, uh, you know, that's probably what the true interest rate would be currently if it was like, you know, a free market and people were lending money on their own basis instead of like the banks doing it through the federal government and things like that. It'd probably be like 15 percent. And he didn't say that. This is that's just my speculation. But he's like, we're at two percent and they have they think that they're going to rise it, raise it another 75 points. So two point seven five percent like people are going to start going crazy. Like it's going to start yeah. like hitting hard because of the amount of money the government owes so Mm. that they have to pay that same interest. And it's like, what could they get to? What's the highest that the government could get to without like legitimately going bankrupt? Like what's the, what's the highest percentage that they could get to? 
Like, what are we going to play that game? Are we going to see how high until it starts going back down because they can't pay their loans? Like, what's yeah. what's the percentage going to be? Yeah, is it and, five? And- is it two? Is it two point seven five? Like, what? What's? Is it ten percent? Because if it's a ten percent interest rate, like, whew, we're in for we're in for some shit. And yeah, you know, it probably should be at a fifteen percent interest rate. And there's going to be a lot of businesses and a lot of people in general that fail. But when you're built up on a system that has been doing like artificially maneuvering what this thing is at some point, it's got to shake free. So either it's the, the, the federal government's going to shake free at some point, but a lot of people are going to lose all their money at at a certain point. And it's yeah, like, that's an, that's another big difference. Like people will compare it to like the seventies. Well, in the seventies, you could put your money in a savings account and get like 12% like increase on yeah. your savings and inflation would be at like, six or eight percent or something like that so you're still coming out on top of the inflation so you're like okay this you know it's not the worst thing ever i'm still coming out on top so i'm still annually increasing my money now you can't do that if you You put it in a savings account zero zero one percent yeah if you put it in a savings account now no you are literally being fucked by inflation like as your money sitting in your bank account is depreciating as it just sits there and also you're not even doing anything with it and that's not how it's supposed to work if you fucking save money, you're supposed to appreciate. Maybe not. Even, I'm not saying it should appreciate. I have no but idea. It should, maybe at it the should. very minimum, it should yeah. stay the same. And yes, at the very minimum, stay the same. It should not depreciate in value as it just sits there because you're trying to, you know, build capital for yourself so you can make a investment or put, you know, open up a business, buy a house, buy an you know, asset. whatever. Yeah, buy an asset, whatever the fuck you want to do. So like, it's like. This is worse than the seventies, and we're only and we're only at like two point five percent or whatever as the interest rate. It's like Jesus Christ, dude. I have I don't know. I, I'm not no expert. I'm just telling you, like this is not good, and this is yeah. it's an yeah, we're like, a, I don't even know the, <laughs> I don't even know what these numbers mean. Like, yeah. To be very honest, I'll throw them out there because I've read about it, but I just generally understand the concept that it's not good. It's yes, just not bad. good at all. It's very yes, bad. It's, yeah. So I, I don't even know. Like, And it's like, fucking... honestly, I want them to fucking raise it up to 15 and just watch all the businesses fucking shake out. Like, yeah, I understand that a lot of small businesses well, are going to lose their fucking It's shit, what has to happen. It has to happen. There has to be a correction. There has to yes. be a correction before they go back down to fucking zero or negative interest rates. Because when we keep continuing to go down negative interest rates, we create the same inflationary period five, 10 years later, and it fucks us. And then we're like, why are all these people losing their businesses and their homes? And these big corporations are gouging their fucking prices because like, let's be honest, this has been the best thing ever for the fucking, um, the, the gas companies. They've made the most profit they have ever made in their entire inception of these companies. They love it right now. They want it to keep going. Fuck them. Like, that's the problem is like, as libertarians, I think we get stuck down and bogged down in the, or anarchists in general, we get bogged down in this. Well, it's their company. They can do what they want with their prices and blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, but at what fucking point with their co-mingling with the United States government, does it, does it create this system where it's like, no shit, the fucking Democrats are like, well, everybody's getting fucked right now. 
and none of us have any fucking money. But they just made their highest quarter of profits ever in the history of their company. Like it's hard. It's hard to point the blame at the government for that when the corporation made the most profits, not the United States government. Mm-hmm. Understandably so. I I get that. But it's yeah, like, and, why, and all these, why is it possible that they make yeah. the biggest profits ever? And these fucking, the mo- all these corporations that are attacked, they already got their paycheck when the yeah. bailouts came and like basically the, the and stimulus they're going to get checks. another one. And that's why they're going to yeah. charge whatever the fuck they want to right now. Yeah, they got bailed out as the American people are suffering. They left us with the fucking crumbs. They were giving billions, like the airlines. They gave billions to airlines to pay their employees to not do shit. They gave them billions and billions of dollars. They gave billions of dollars to all these like hospitals and medical fucking places. All the the pharma, big pharma. They got. I mean, they got the fucking insane amounts of money Massive for goddamn bailouts. Va- vaccine and shit so all these big companies are the first one and that's the thing with when with inflation if you're the first one to get the big paycheck the big money then it doesn't hurt you it actually helps you and because you get it first you get to spend it and put it wherever you want before the inflation hits and then while you spend all that money that they printed and then here we come two years later now and now all those fucking does anyone does anyone have your twelve hundred dollars stimulus check anymore? Does anyone have their six hundred dollars no. stimulus check anymore? Is that Everybody helping spent you right that now? On their fucking rent, yeah, their mortgage, yeah. And That's what happened to the you. the fifty percent of foreclosures that happened in July the first time the first time lockdowns happened, and then the seventy percent of foreclosures in the United States that started happening in uh, August of that year. And like, what happened? Are they to all still of those? doing the? Are they still doing the moratoriums or whatever? Or they're not no, letting people. I don't people... think so. I don't oh, think there's any moratoriums. Memori- and so it's like, what's happening with all that? What happens when the courts catch up with all that shit? You don't think foreclosures are going to go through the fucking roof? Like, bet. Like, I'm just. We're just waiting at this point, and it's horrible, and it sucks, and there's a lot of normal ass people that didn't have any choice in the matter that are going to get fucked. But the one, pe- the people that. I hope get fucked because at, at at this point, like we're all like we're all gonna get fucked in some way, somehow. Whether it's your job, your house, or something like that, like the majority of us are gonna have either yourself or somebody that you know that gets fucked because of everything that's gone on, and it sucks. And it's not something that I'm hoping for, but it it cannot continue to go the route it is without and for the people to be held accountable that need to be held accountable without just normal ass people that had nothing to do with it getting fucked too so like the problem is is like the last time it happened the people that deserved to get fucked didn't and the only people that it shook out were the people that were just trying to make an honest living and do their fucking thing and it's gonna happen again and i honestly believe we're gonna go to this like weird crypto federal back dollar or something like that they're yeah. just going to try and reset everything and they're going to mm-hmm. like turn in your u.s government bucks for these u.s government crypto bucks and it's going to be it's going to be fucking weird it's going to be a weird time in fucking society yeah dude i think i don't know i i, I don't know I don't think this inflation's going away anytime soon unless mm-hmm. they really, really ramp up uh, the Federal Reserve rates. 
And maybe, I mean, I don't even know how much that'll stop them, but I think that's the only option they have and they're not doing it. So I don't fucking know. I, I think, I think inflation is just going to keep going every quarter or every month or whatever it comes out. We're just going to see it go up and Buy up Bitcoin and up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I don't know. Fuck. I don't know what else to tell anyone else. That's what I'm doing. Default. So <laughs> default on your uh, default on your credit and buy Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> open max out your credit cards all on bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> sell your house sell your kids buy bitcoin <laughs> fuck them yeah dude. we're in for a wild ride it's theme of every episode it seems like we're in for a wild ride and we'll see how it goes and <laughs> yeah while they're telling you everything's fine it's not fine it's literally that meme wow. where it's like the dog drinking coffee at the table. And he's like, this yeah. is fine. And everything's yep. on fire. That is literally yep. what's happening. We're living in that society currently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I think that's a good place to fucking end it. Um, we've been droning on for a while. And I hope you guys fucking enjoyed it. That's the fucking shit show. We out. <laughs>